Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 18, verses 1 through 20. He said, I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my solid rock, my fortress, my rescuer. My God is my rock, I take refuge in him. He's my shield, my salvation's strength, my place of safety. Because he is praiseworthy, I cried out to the Lord, and I was saved from my enemies. Death's cords were wrapped around me, rivers of wickedness terrified me, the cords of the grave surrounded me, death's traps held me tight. In my distress I cried out to the Lord, I called to my God for help. God heard my voice from his temple. I called to him for help, and my call reached his ears. The earth rocked and shook. The bases of the mountains trembled and reeled because of God's anger. Smoke went up from God's nostrils. Out of his mouth came a devouring fire. Flaming coals blazed out in front of him. God parted the skies and came down. Thick darkness was beneath his feet. God mounted the heavenly creatures and flew. He soared on the wings of the wind. God made darkness cloak him. His covering was dark water and dense cloud. God's clouds went ahead of the brightness before him. Hail and coals of fire went too. The Lord thundered in heaven. The Most High made his voice heard with hail and coals of fire. God shot his arrows, scattering the enemy. He sent the lightning and threw them into confusion. The seabeds were exposed. The earth's foundations were laid bare. At your rebuke, Lord, at the angry blast of air coming from your nostrils. From on high, God reached down and grabbed me. He took me out of all that water. God saved me from my powerful enemy, saved me from my foes who were too much for me. They came at me on the very day of my distress, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out to wide open spaces. He pulled me out safe because he is pleased with me. The Lord rewarded me for my righteousness. He restored me because my hands are clean. Today's Old Testament reading comes out of the book of Exodus, chapter 16, verses 10 through 22. As Aaron spoke to the whole Israelite community, they turned to look toward the desert. And just then the glorious presence of the Lord appeared in the cloud. The Lord spoke to Moses, I've heard the complaints of the Israelites. Tell them, at twilight you will eat meat, and in the morning you will have your fill of bread. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. In the evening a flock of quail flew down and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew all around the camp. When the layer of dew lifted, there on the desert surface were thin flakes, as thin as frost on the ground. When the Israelites saw it, they said to each other, What is it? They didn't know what it was. Moses said to them, This is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Collect as much of it as you can eat. Each of you, one omer per person, you may collect for the number of people in your household. The Israelites did, as Moses said, some collecting more, some less. But when they measured it out by the omer, the ones who had collected more had nothing left over, and the ones who had collected less had no shortage. Everyone collected just as much as they could eat. Moses said to them, Don't keep any of it until morning. But they didn't listen to Moses. Some kept part of it until morning, but it became infested with worms and stank. 
Moses got angry with them. Every morning they gathered it, as much as each person could eat. But when the sun grew hot, it melted away. On the sixth day, the people collected twice as much food as usual, two omers per person. All the chiefs of the community came and told Moses. Today's epistle reading comes out of the book of 1 Peter, chapter 2, verses 11 through 25. Dear friends, since you are immigrants and strangers in the world, I urge that you avoid worldly desires that wage war against your lives. Live honorably among the unbelievers. Today they defame you as if you were doing evil. But in the day when God visits to judge, they will glorify him because they have observed your honorable deeds. For the sake of the Lord, submit to every human institution. Do this whether it means submitting to the emperor as supreme ruler or to governors as those sent by the emperor. They are sent to punish those doing evil and to praise those doing good. Submit to them because it's God's will that by doing good, you will silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. Do this as God's slaves, and yet also as free people, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Honor everyone. Love the family of believers. Have respectful fear of God. Honor the emperor. Household slaves, submit by accepting the authority of your masters with all respect. Do this not only to good and kind masters, but also to those who are harsh. Now it is commendable if, because of one's understanding of God, someone should endure pain through suffering unjustly. But what praise comes from enduring patiently when you have sinned and are beaten for it? But if you endure steadfastly when you've done good and suffer for it, this is commendable before God. You were called to this kind of endurance because Christ suffered on your behalf. He left you an example so that you might follow in his footsteps. He committed no sin, nor did he ever speak in ways meant to deceive. When he was insulted, he did not reply with insults. When he suffered, he did not threaten revenge. Instead, he entrusted himself to the one who judges justly. He carried in his own body on the cross the sins we committed. He did this so that we might live in righteousness, having nothing to do with sin. By his wounds, you were healed. Though you were like straying sheep, you have now returned to the shepherd and guardian of your lives. Today's gospel reading comes out of the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verses 12 through 27. This is my commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. No one has greater love than to give up one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I don't call you servants any longer because servants don't know what their master is doing. Instead, I call you friends because everything I heard from my father I have made known to you. You didn't choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you could go and produce fruit and so that your fruit could last. As a result, whatever you ask the father in my name, he will give you. I give you these commandments so that you can love each other. If the world hates you, know that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, the world would love you as its own. However, I have chosen you out of the world, and you don't belong to the world. This is why the world hates you. Remember what I told you. Servants aren't greater than their master. If the world harassed me, it will harass you too. If it kept, if it kept my word, it will also keep yours. The world will do all these things to you on account of my name, because it doesn't know the one who sent me. 
If I hadn't come and spoken to the people of this world, they wouldn't be sinners, but now they have no excuse for their sins. Whoever hates me also hates the Father. If I hadn't done work among them that no one else had done, they wouldn't be sinners, but now they have seen and hated both me and my Father. This fulfills the word written in their law, they hated me without a reason. When the companion comes, whom I will send from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify about me. You will testify too, because you have been with me from the beginning. that surrounds this is the day the Lord has made I will rejoice I will give thanks and live my life to bring you praise this is the day the This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will give thanks, and live my life to bring you praise. This is the day the Lord has made. And I will carry my cross, carry my cross, and you will carry me. And I will carry my cross, carry my cross, and you will carry me.
This is the day the Lord has The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, He is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit, wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace, and enable us to be peacemakers. Mm -hmm. 
Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these words out of the end of Psalm 18. The Lord lives. Bless God, my rock. Let the Lord of my salvation be lifted high. This is the one who avenges on my behalf, who subdues people before me, who delivers me from my enemies. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was This Is The Day, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.